and welcome to another episode of JP and the Beans Talk. There's a good energy in the gym. Yes. I'm Beans. My co-host. White Goodman or JP. JP. Yeah. 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 White's a funny guy, but not a not a high character individual. (laughs) Fair enough. (laughs) Uh it took dude, it took me a second to even think of the name. I was like (laughs) Right. Wrong. That's the wrong one. Don't do that. I didn't know what year Dodgeball came out. I know it's been a while, but ugh, what a good, hilarious, freaking hilarious Dude, movie. Dude, I love Dodgeball. It's Amazing. It's great, Amazing. great movie. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic stuff. <laughs> I had a burp there. That's why that came out a little weird. Hey, it's okay. Um, it's okay. You're allowed. Yes. Dodgeball. Congratulations on your volleyball triumph earlier today. Thank you. you know, I tried real it. hard. I had. I know you do. I had a really cool spike. Ooh. Like yeah. my buddy set it up to me, yes. and I slammed it down so hard, and uh, I made the other guy cry. Wow. Okay, he didn't cry. But Let's say that he did. Well, you're telling the story. He cried real you, hard. You just own it. He's you say very, very disappointed that he didn't get my ferocious hit mm. off of my hand. I call this the whip, Good by the you. way. This yeah. is the whip. Do you yell that when you're about to hit the ball? No, afterwards. Whip! After, no, afterwards, I look at my teammates and I go, <laughs> Because my nickname on the volleyball court is Indiana Jones. Okay. Because. I feel like, I mean, that's a good nickname in general. Well, you might remember this story when we worked together. Okay. But, uh, so I was dinking around up front. Short courtesy or sure. whatever. And I was joking around with somebody else, and I was like, yeah, they say I look like a young Harrison Ford. So, <laughs> as a customer walks out, she's like, yeah, Harrison Ford better get back to work. And I was like, oh, don't you worry. I'm getting back to work. And I was like, it's stuck. And then, so, my meat manager calls me Harrison Ford, and then Indiana Jones. Because our last playoffs for sure. volleyball... I showed up in full Indiana Jones attire. Good for you. Yes. What do you want to lean into it? Did you see the picture? No, but now you're going to have to show me. Mm. So you say full attire. You have to have had a whip along with this. I did not have a whip, but I will have a whip for next week. Okay. I'm going to go to Party City and get one. That was the only thing I didn't get. Okay. So here is the... That's one of the pictures. Good for you. Isn't that fantastic? That's really great. I had to go shorts, not pants. I was just going to ask. The shorts... Looks more Steve Irwin to me. I don't remember Indiana Jones rocking the, I, you know, the knee highs. See, the thing is, I'm not playing volleyball in 80 degree weather in pants. I don't understand why I, that. I refuse. You were trying to avoid the chafing. I mean, in October for Halloween, I'll have a coat and pants. There you go. Because I mean, at this point, it's 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 a given that this is what I have to do. I have to show you this video too, <laughs> and then and then we can get on with the podcast. Where is this? It's fantastic. That's not the video. Well, it's, it's never too early to plan your Halloween outfit out, right? Oh, I mean, no. You're still, you know, essentially three months out, a little less. Wow. Let's see what we got here. No, wait, I have seen this. This is good. <laughs> yeah. Is it uh, not? Yeah, it's beautiful. I, where, where did I put this on? I mean, look at that. It's fantastic. Good for you. And the soundtrack we, is so great. I know. I hope we don't get sued for playing that song, so. I think we're okay. I, I, I hope so. Yeah, I think we're gonna be. I think we're gonna be pretty safe. I don't think our dozens of followers are gonna turn us in. On that. I hope. I hope I not. I think we're. I think we're under the radar enough in general, where we're okay. I I hope not. 
Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Well, we've, you know, we've been away for a bit. I blame mostly me for that. So I'll, I'll own that. I'll, I'll bear that burden, you know. It would have been, it, you know, it kind of worked out because it would have been a very, very long night for me. Yeah. <laughs> would have been a yeah. very long night. Yeah. Because by the time I, I got, I didn't get home till 11. Oh, dude. dude. Without the podcast. Right. So. Would have been that much later. <laughs> well, here's what's great, yeah. right? We're going to drop this puppy, and then one week later, we're going to yeah. come back and do it again. We're so. going to make up for it. We are. We have to figure out a time to do that. We are. Okay. We'll discuss that after this. Okay. But, uh, yeah, yes. We can't talk about this in front of the kids. No. Nope. Nope. You know, we got to. <laughs> they don't want to know anyways. No, they don't. No, so. We'll figure yeah, it out. Yes, so we got some fun stuff planned for next week. We do. We so. Do. So let's dive into some texts. Right? Yes. Our recommendations for this week, what you and I have been reading. Yes. Let's get into that. We still need to rehash the final episode of Loki. Last we spoke on the record, we had just both seen episode five, so we had not yet had an opportunity yes. to watch yes. and discuss episode six. So very excited to unwrap that uh, that gift. Oh yes, that was something else. And then we need to hit up Suicide Squad, Suicide Squad, one more time before it releases. Okay, thank you. Before it releases, just to put our final, our final little touch tallies, little cherry on the record, on the top, right. and then next week, I think what we're gonna do, I haven't discussed this with you about board yet, but I feel like because I do it, we'll get our we'll get just our predictions get down, there. get it out there, we'll get our predictions yeah. down, yeah. and if you, I don't know how much you've gathered, if you haven't gathered, it's okay because the movie's not out. I have stayed spoiler free. I have no, I meant like avoided. I meant like from our picks. Oh, gotcha. Gotcha. Um, in general, you and I differed on a few. We were very similar yes. with most of our picks. I had Rick Flag dying. You had Bloodsport dying. What were some of our other lines of demarcation? I don't know. Like but you had Captain Boomerang living. I had him dying. Uh, the Thinker, one of us had living. The other one had dying. We were really airing. I think we were really aggressive, and rightfully so. Yes. On assuming that most folks were going to die. Yes. Um, I think we both had polka dot man dying we both might regret that i think i think i might regret that yeah but yeah or at least i had him die maybe you had him living no we both had him dying so i think it would be fun yes whoever does it sure one of us does it sure we write down both of our picks great and then uh, we can better something we don't well, have if we to do this at my but house i've got the big whiteboard perfect that's place true perfect and then we place. show the scoreboard mm -hmm. for the people and we break down and then we can be like and then we'll talk about how they died yeah I think that'll be. I think that will be our Suicide Squad discussion. That'll be fantastic. And speaking Boom. of scoreboard, we got to give you some props when we get into the Loki talk, because you have an opportunity to do some very justified gloating. Uh, both of our predictions, I think, overall were solid, but yours elevated from solid to spectacular. So I have been on we, fire. We've got to give you. We've got to give you your due. I said there. I was it's, the it's Human incredible. Torch last week. But that's not justice enough. Mm. I need somebody who's on fire consistently. Like, he doesn't shut off. So, um, I'm trying to think. Who is that? I don't know. Doesn't exist yet. Perfect scenario. You're maybe maybe hero. Firestorm. You are but your he's, own hero. But he's not full fire all no. the time. Yeah. He's just got the weird chemical stuff. I'll figure it out. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. All but good things. All right. Fire. Anywho, you've been reading some classic, amazing yes. Spider-Man. So... Great looking collection you've got in your hands there. This is actually way more fun than I thought. So, well, what were your expectations going into? I thought this whole book 
was about the Goblin's Last Stand mm-hmm. when I bought it. Mm-hmm. I did not read. I, I like kind of read. I'm like, oh, Doctor Strange shows up. That's kind of cool. <laughs> so I was like, I didn't know he was in that storyline. So it covers, let's see here. I have not prepared the count. So So it covers 20 issues, which is issue That's fantastic. Issue collection. 105 through 123 with an annual issue. So 1972 through 1973. That's great. I, I mean, when we this, get to my text, I thought I was pulling from the archives. You've got me beat by a whole decade. This is change, my friend. This is Stan Lee, right? Mm -hmm. This is the original Mm -hmm. Spider-Man run. The OG himself. So Stan Lee, John Romita Sr., Mm -hmm. like the OGs, Mm -hmm. OGs of Spider-Man. So, um, yes. So, so far, what has been in here? Um, The Goblin Slayer was in here, which isn't like a, you know, Smythe. Right. Smythe was in here. He was the first couple issues. Um, Let's see here. Pretty Usually easily dispatched by Spider-Man. Yep. Usually not a not yeah. a really worthwhile foe. Just a guy to yep. fill some issues and get his butt kicked by old Pedro Parker. And then Doctor Strange comes in, sure. and his that storyline's kind of eh. Um, it was just Flash and a mis- big old misunderstanding. They introduce uh, the Gibbon. The Gibbon oh, is gosh. introduced in here, which is a weird Spider-Man villain because he was like. He's just a weird circus guy who, like, always got picked. Like, pheromones, well, right? Like, well, not was... even. He was just picked on for being a weird dude. Like, he's, he looked weird, so they made fun of him, and they called him Monkey Man. And then uh, and then uh, he had his own suit, and then he's like, you know what? I'm going to try to team up with Spidey. Are circuses even a thing anymore? They are. Really? Yeah, but carnies are scary. Always. Carnies are horrifying. If you want to see, I, I'm determined. When's the last time you've even been to a circus? I don't go to there because I'm. It's the I, I don't like clowns. Okay. So no, so I'm determined. Okay, I'm gonna make a comedy bit out of this eventually. Mm. But there is the three, the top three places you will find weird things. Mm. Number three is grocery stores. I know from experience, we get some weirdos in there, and I can't figure out why. Everybody's got to eat. Number two, carnivals. The carnies, the weird people that are in the thingies, which I know understand how specific this is right now, but the people that perform in the tents, okay, nine times out of ten are weird as hell. And then, number one, Walmart after midnight. Ooh. Actually, Walmart after like 10, 30, 11 o'clock. You want to see the weirdos come out? Pull up a lawn chair and some popcorn and you'll just watch. It's insane. It's a good list. But anyway. It's a good list. Back to what I'm saying. Anyway, so, Spider-Man and his carnies. Yes, and so the Gibbons like, you know what? I'm tired of this. I'm gonna help Spider-Man out. So he meets up with Spider-Man. Spider-Man's like, you for real, dude? And he's like, yeah, I'm for real. And then laughs in his face. He couldn't help it. Yeah. He wasn't trying to be an asshole, but he came off as an asshole. And he said, classic. To hell with this. And then Craven the Hunter was sitting up in the in the high tower. So Craven's hanging out. Yep, trying to get revenge. And he's like, you know what? I can sure. use this guy. And then basically, like, figures out a way to mind control him a little bit. And then Craven sticks the Gibbon on him. So, yes. And that's that storyline. And then there is... I would have expected Craven just to kill him. Yeah, you would think. And then there's a huge gang fight between Dr. Octopus, and they introduce Hammerhead, which, uh, by the way, has the worst origin story for a supervillain I've ever seen in my life. 
just, I want to hear your thoughts. Like, guess, I'll give you, like, two guesses on how you think Hammerhead's origin is. Okay, so my understanding with Hammerhead is that the name is quite literally his, his power. Like, he has just a large and very uh, invulnerable dome. Yes, he has a, he's pretty much a mafia boss with, like, I shouldn't say stainless steel, but it's like, Heavy metal steel in his head. Functionally so stainless steel in terms of how durable. It's and huge. I mean, it's, it's strong. Yes. It okay. First of all, or I should say this: you give me a guess how you think they did it, and then right. you tell me how you would do it. Okay, I like that context. However, before we get into that, yes. first of all, there's so much more of you that's vulnerable. Like, congratulations, you have an invulnerable. Head. Well, he's a whole mob boss. What about so the rest of you? He's just a mob boss. Sure. He's not like a. Sure. Yeah, I mean that's his whole thing. He's, he's just, just he's got he's got a limited, limited ceiling. Yes, like, he can only go so high. He's never gonna be an A lister. He's so, gonna be a he's gonna be a C lister, B maximum. Like, so the steady C. So the background of this story, real quick, right. these like three issues. Right. Kingpin's been captured. If you guys have played Spider-Man PS4, it's For kind sure of it's, it's kind of similar to this, where huh. the intro to Spider-Man PS4 is you take on Kingpin and you win. Uh, all of a sudden, there's this vacancy of who's going to rule New York for, for mob bosses. Sure. So in the game, it's like Tombstone, Hammerhead makes an appearance, and um, whatever. But in this, it's a fight between Doc Ock and Hammerhead for control of of the streets, pretty sure. much. Which Trying is to fill that void the kingpin has left. Which is also weird because I never pegged Otto Octavius for a guy who wants to rule the mobs. Yeah, seems a little too uh, that's too blue collar. That's that's for that's Doc old Doc. school for Doc Ock. Yeah. So that's I find yeah. that interesting. Yeah. And then Spidey gets caught up in the middle. But now, okay. So what do I think it is, and what would I have done? Yes. What do I think it is? Probably something to do with a chemical. Like he gets his head dipped in something, or gets exposed to a gas or something like that. I think it would be, if you're generally going to try and lean into, hey, we're trying to make this cool, I would go similar to like a Wolverine route where it's like, hey, they're trying to do an experiment on him, give him some kind of like adamantium lining, right? But mm-hmm. something went haywire and the only part they were able to finish with his, was his head, right? The rest of him yep. was just like not, so like, sorry, bud, we, we got your dome done, so you uh, your brain's secure, but the rest of you is just soft like the rest of us. So there you go. That's what I got for you. That was that would be how you did it. That'd be that'd be how I would do it. If you're gonna try and lean into like the coolness of it. Okay. Otherwise, I could if you want to lean into something totally absurd, you'd make him a character that's just gonna be like a one-off. Yeah. That's gonna die. That just constantly headbutts things and is easily and swiftly dispatched by the hero. So. So there you go. Do. You- what what would be your motive out of curiosity? Why would the hammerhead be the hammerhead? That's that's gonna be the final ice on the cake. Like why would he call himself hammerhead? No, why would like so why would does he do what he does? Why is he a mob boss? Yes. Just for power? Family thing. Grew up into it. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. this is Hammerhead's origin in the comics. Let's hear it. So some dude just found him beat to shit? Okay. In an alleyway, okay. there's a poster sure. of a gangster. That's the only thing he remembers is there's a gangster poster. Some scientist dude takes him off the streets, yep. re- fixes him up, replaces sure. his skull, because his face is beaten, 
Braces, replaces his skull with a metal steel plate, and then that's about it. That's it. That's legit it. The only reason he's a mafia boss is because he, that's the only thing he can remember, and he's like, you know what? Sounds good, I'm in. <laughs> I'm a mafia boss. Can you imagine if it was an ad for a, being a plumber? He'd be like, I'm going to plumb everything. Hard to really stand on that one with any measure of pride. Hammerhead the plumber. That's... This pencil is garbage. Where is the... the yeah, that, you're right. Not impressive. Not a great origin. And he's, I would say befitting to who he is. Like, he's not He's not that big of a deal. He's just... For Spider-Man, he's a B-leaguer. Right. Even, that's what I mean. Like Borderline Spider-Man hierarchy of villains of his rogues gallery he's not even a an a-lister even if you stretch it he's barely a b yeah right i mean yeah yeah not an impressive guy not great i'm going to plumb things (laughs) so yes so hammerhead's introduced which is kind of cool he doesn't get captured but they set him up for later issues sure Sure. Um, Aunt May has a weird thing with Otto. Otto's actually in love with her, which is... I don't think that needed to happen. Which is weird. I don't think that made it better for she's, any of us. She's really... She's a lot older than he is. She's always about 100 years old. I mean, yeah, she always looks like she's about to die. Yep. So anyways... Yep, right on the precipice of death, constantly. And then there's two issues where they introduce this, like, uh, this guy running for mayor of New York... And then there's uh, this really big dude. Their names are so, so lame. Uh, The Smasher. And he's basically a 10-foot strong guy. And then the Disruptor. And the thing that irritated me about the Disruptor, which I I, I predicted the reveal pretty quick. Mm -hmm. It turns out that the Disruptor was, was the mayor guy. But... Whoops. But, uh... I don't understand the motive why. Like, his whole thing as mayor is, I'm going to take out crime. Ah. And J. John Jameson backs him up, of course. And then, uh, yeah. Gotta love J.J. Jameson. And now I'm in the middle of a fight between Spider-Man and the Hulk in Canada. Which is kind of fun. And <laughs> I'm not going to lie. So that's where I'm at right now. Um, the last couple of issues... Because I, I, I kind of looked ahead just to get like a vibe of what I was getting into. you're allowed to do that when you've got a comic from 1973. Yes. So, so um, it's... It will, the last three issues, there's one more issue fighting the Hulk, and then uh, the Goblin storyline that's only two issues long, which is a whole other thing we'll get into here in a sec. Sure. And then the final issue, he fights Luke Cage. So... Nice. Because... Uh, He's a hero for hire. I think Jay Jonah's like, I'm sick of Spidey. Here. Like, this whole time, this, throughout this whole thing, Jay Jonah Jameson is actually a part of, like, he's the one who hired Smythe. He paid Smythe money for him to take out Spider-Man. I, I think he paid Luke Cage kind to take out Spider-Man. Kind of from, uh, you know, moral adversary to just straight-up villain. I'm funding the bad guys to hunt Spider-Man down. I just don't. Yeah. I don't just disagree with you philosophically, Spider-Man. I uh, 
Well, he's a menace. I am actively engaging. He's in a menace. Ways to friggin' kill you. Yeah. So, I just I find it fascinating. This so this is what we were talking about too beforehand uh, when I brought this up is that the Goblin's Last Stand is two issues long, which is insane to me because when I picked this up, I thought this whole fourteen issues or whatever was maybe not fourteen issues, but I thought a lot of it had to do with the Goblin. So. And, uh, yeah, it's only two issues. I haven't read it yet. I'm excited. But, um, like, I, I kind of, I did kind of take a sneak peek of the last, mm. like, couple issues, and it shows Peter really dealing with his grief. But it's so interesting to me, too, with Peter, is, like, throughout the whole time, he's not, like, a, he's not necessarily a solidly good guy. Like, mm. He's always yeah. he's always struggling with what he should prioritize. Like he leaves gang members alone because his aunt may his aunt is missing. So he's like, I can't I can't deal with these guys right now. I have to go find my aunt, which in which is kind of selfish in some ways. But you're like, well, I'd go probably look for my aunt too. <laughs> like you know, you don't know. Right. She's right. old. She might be lost. So it's just. It's interesting. Like, it's always that battle of, well, responsibility. Like, it really just, like, he's always struggling. He has an ulcer through half of this book, too. Like, the dude can't catch a break. So, and also my favorite part of all of this is, and I hope all old school comics are like this, but Stan Lee will write little comments, like, from a narration perspective. I don't know if I told you this or not. No. But he'll no. be like, like for instance, he'll make fun of you for missing the last issue. He's like, you know, you'd know what's going on if you didn't miss last issue. Huh. Or he'd be like, I hope you didn't miss it. And then uh, he'd be like, oh, you know, we know what's going on, but Spidey doesn't. And it's just like little digs. I love it. I wish more comics did that. Mm. So, but yeah, I like all the... That's really cool. I did not realize that... So the way Green Goblin dies in Spider-Man, the original, with our boy Tobey Maguire, the original movie, I did yep. not realize that was pulled straight from the pages of the comics. That's fascinating. Is he actually dead? I mean, is, no, Norman well, no, Osborn is no, no. I, really No, I was dead. just wondering, because yeah. Norman does play a role in this book, right? but he's like, but Peter's like, I think he's cured of whatever, like... Because he makes some comments, he's like, is the goblin coming back? Sure. Because there's, sure. For, because there was a little thing where like Harry is about to pass out. Right. He's like, what are you doing to Harry? So. Looks dead to me, guy. I mean, good on Stan coming up with a great way to kill off old Greeny the meanie. What a rascal. It's actually really cool. That's I, great. That, uh, that's the case too. So. Yeah. I'll talk to you when the yeah. goblin, because this is, I mean, I picked it up because it's so iconic of a storyline. Yeah. Yeah. No, but it is it is a very different approach, and I would imagine it just has as much as anything to do with the fact that, like most things, things get produced at a uh, at a faster rate nowadays. So more comics get put out. So big events like the death of Gwen Stacy aren't just going to be a two, two issues, right, yeah. two issue happening. It's going to be a eight to ten event, yeah. right? I mean, that's just because uh, there's going to be the, the build up, like. Like, the, 
because the cover, the iconic cover for it, yeah. is like, who's yeah. gonna die? Right. And, you know, right. you feel like nowadays if that was handled, they're gonna be like, okay, we're gonna kill somebody off. Yeah. And uh, we're not gonna tell you who. And I feel like it would build up, like, all these, putting all these different people into situations where, oh, it might be them. Oh, it might be them. And then, like, the issue right before, or the right, the issue right before the end would be the issue that they, that person would die. Maybe they kill off another person and they mm-hmm. didn't tell you that. But, like, yeah, pretty much first issue, boom, dead. So. Yeah. yeah and different, different approach, right? Different way of doing things. Um, I'd be curious just to, just to know from, from comic writers today why they feel like they've got that kind of, that ability, right, to stretch it, to stretch it out. I, I don't know. I, you know, I think, because nowadays, too, like, compared to, like, old school, like, reading comic books wasn't that big of a thing. No. Compared to what it is now. No. And, like, you had to switch things up consistently to get people sure. entertained and to keep people in- engaged. So, I that, that's my, they're like, oh, we'll do, like, a two-issue story. Right. And then we'll switch. Yeah, and then there's so many new. In there. You gotta you gotta keep pulling people. Because yep. there's gotta be there's gotta be that draw. Right. And you can keep that. Because I mean Spidey has that main storyline throughout the whole thing, I'm sure, but I don't know. It's fascinating to me. Yeah, it is. That's good stuff. Well let me let me jump into to my recommendation for the people. We got Batman Year One, circa nineteen eighty six. Our boy Frank Miller. Drop this little nugget. Oh, well, that was Frank. You. That was our guy, Frank. Um, and, and the kind of the context or the motivation behind the story was to give Batman, again, 1980s, a uh, his origin a fresh and more fleshed out retelling. So the origin of Batman is well known, well established. Parents get shot in Prime Wait, Alley. What? Spoilers? Oh, dude, you didn't know? This is awesome. Wasn't so she wearing like a ruby book? necklace or something? Yeah, there were pearls. There were pearls, straight up. This is such a great <laughs> shot. Right. I'm sure she I, loved that she, picture. Yeah, I had, had to really enjoy that one. So, anyhow, my understanding is someone who wasn't uh, around in 1986. You weren't? No, nah, not quite. Is that the origin, while it was well known, hadn't necessarily been told in much detail. And this doesn't delve into detail in terms of the night of um, how the crime that ended Bruce Wayne's parents' lives took place. But what it does, it fleshes out the very first months of Bruce Wayne's efforts to develop the Batman persona, which is worthwhile in and of itself. But where I think this book holds its most value is that it's actually the best Jim Gordon origin that is not called a Jim Gordon origin. I mean, as much time is spent with Jim Gordon, if not more, than Bruce Wayne in Batman. So it's pretty fascinating from that perspective. And it really makes me appreciate as well the Batman Begins, Dark Knight, and Dark Knight Rises approach with Jim Gordon because he's a fantastic and really worthwhile character in those movies. Um, and I, I would imagine that Chris Nolan and his and his writers took a lot of inspiration from this particular book, uh, from Long Halloween, uh, because those two comics in particular, I think, do a great job. 
with with Jim Gordon. So it's fascinating watching Jim Gordon. He is in this story or in this telling of Batman's origin, coming into Gotham City the same time that Bruce Wayne is returning from his year-long exodus or straight up just disappearance. So their timelines uh, coalesce. It's really fascinating to watch how they partner up. So really cool story. By, by our guy, Frank Miller, who's a bit of a wild card. Like, sometimes Frank's stuff is great. Other times, it is not. A couple other Frank Miller gems, right? The Dark Knight Returns. Yes. That's pretty well known, and that spawned its own trilogy. And maybe it's gone beyond that, but this one right here, Dark Knight Master Race. Have you read this puppy? Uh-huh. Whew! I enjoy that one quite a bit. Dark Knight Returns is another, another classic um, that actually, in a non-chronological fashion, came out prior to year one. So, Frank Miller, naturally, did the conclusion of the Batman story, allegedly, with The Dark Knight Returns, and then the origin with year one. Both are really worthwhile reads. Um, but, but I just enjoy it. It's a little bit more slow-paced, but the time you get to hang out with Jim Gordon is great. Um, seeing that perspective on Bruce Wayne becoming Batman is really good, um, really worthwhile. And the New 52, when they released that run, Scott Snyder uh, kind of took his own crack at a year one origin story, and they called that Zero Year. That's a really, really worthwhile storyline uh, as well. But uh, but always good, I think, to, to kind of retrace some previously well-trod ground and go, okay, what fresh, what fresh fruit can we get get out of this this territory? And so, really cool stuff. Highly recommend if you're looking for something that's a little more, a little more classic and something that Frank Miller, particularly in these comics from the '80s, does really well is develop dialogue it's very very dialogue driven um obviously there's action sprinkled in there but he's got his own he's got his own very unique uh and distinct style of how his characters um speak and interact and i think he's actually pretty adept and pretty strong at developing unique voices for each individual character so that they don't all yeah, don't ask me what the frick's going on there so they don't all sound the same. There's actually some some definition. I have no idea. No idea. No clue. No, no clue. I've got, I've got nothing for you. That's hilarious. Anyways, um, a quick question. Who's this? I think it's supposed to be Carrie Kelly. Really? Yeah. Why yeah. such the... I don't like that costume. Doesn't stick with it. Green and... No. Thank God. Green no. and purple... No. And then you put a bat. Ninja. You put a bat symbol on your ass. Yeah, it's no. It doesn't work. No, doesn't last very long. Good. No. It shouldn't. No. I meant the. You should have just stuck with the Robin costume at that point. Ah, oh, see go. that see, looks way see, better. See, there you go. That looks way better. Yeah. So she just turns from Robin to Batgirl. Correct. Approved. Correct. Approved. It's, That's badass. It's awesome. The story in the Master Race is fantastic. We'll we'll do a deep dive uh, at some point because it is. <laughs> when did this come out? Uh, prior to the Donald being president. So they like, predicted this. I don't know. Predicted? Not necessarily. I think so. Hey, here, let me let me take a look. I think I'm right there. And it looks like Bruce got young again too. Yeah. 
That's pretty fascinating. That's pretty fascinating. Hashtag Lazarus Pits. Oh, I knew. I had a feeling. Yeah. So. Oh, 2017. So no, the old the old Donald would have been. Oh, so this just came out. Sure. Oh yeah, this is this is still a fairly recent. Yeah, within the Interesting. last within the last five years. So. But the art, I mean, because who's my guy here, Andy Kubert. So we won't get deep into this yet because we will later. But Andy Kubert's a beast. So year That's one, great. that one yep. is what. A lot of Robert Pattinson's Batman is going to be inspired by, correct? Right. Is it that year one or is it New Fifty Two year one? No, I would imagine it's. I would imagine it's that one. And I also heard they're gonna have like a scene or kind of similar to like Spider Man one, where it's uh, Norman Osborn talking to the Green Goblin. Yep. And they said there's gonna be something similar where it's Bruce Wayne talking to Batman, pretty mm. much. Mm. And you watch the transition from. Boom, he's the Batman now. Sure. So, sure. But yes. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Good things. All right. Good so talk about the text, right? So, so many questions. Let's get into Loki. All right. Perfect. Let's go. Season six, the season conclusion came out. Um, general thoughts. I, I'd love to hear your general perspective. I'll give mine, and then we'll get into some well deserved gloating time. So, for context, too, because. People are like, it ended on a cliffhanger. What the hell? So, Loki was actually going to be 12 episodes originally. And due to COVID, so thanks COVID for that gem, uh, they split it into two seasons. The original director, the director of the first half will not be the director of the second half. So, So originally you're saying they were planning on just a single season, 12 episode run. Correct. Fascinating. Okay. So, and what... Yes, that was the context I was yep. going to give. Yep. And then, what was I going into? <laughs> you're just, you're just going to general in, thoughts, my friend. General thoughts. Yeah. Yes, okay. Sorry, I got... Yeah, how did you feel about how did you feel about how it kind of... How it chose to um, conclude? Good. Okay. I kind of saw it coming. Well, not... I didn't see... Okay, I shouldn't say I saw it coming, but like... Well, I you, think... You remains if you saw it coming. I didn't take yeah. that one. <laughs> so, what's interesting to me is there's a lot of theories saying Loki is not in the right TVA. He's in a different alternate timeline right. TVA. Right. Because Mobius and B-15 don't recognize him. Correct. So they have no context for who he is. Correct. Yep. And there's a clear picture of Kang. Right. Um. So, I'm trying to get my head wrapped around yeah. it because it's yeah. been a few weeks. So... It's pretty much, I honestly think it's kind of perfect the way they left it off because it opens up the door. They're like, oh shit, here's the multiverse. And now we're getting the What If series, which they said, because I thought it was originally just a fun show. They said, they've come out and said it's going to be, have an impact in the MCU, which is kind of a game changer for it. But back to where I was going. So. It really does a good job at setting up the multiverse. And I think this is going to be the way the X-Men come in. This is going to be the way that whatever. Like, I find it so fascinating that when Kang was up there and he goes, all right, well, we just passed the threshold. I don't know what's going to happen. Yep. Um, it's it's interesting to see. I want, I'm wondering what happened to Sylvie. We have no idea what happened to her. She killed him. 
She's hanging out in the Citadel. Can we talk about how weird it is that the Loki variants, like, made out with each other? Can we talk about that? That was kind of weird. Very much in love with each themselves. Which real, uh, brings a whole new definition to the idea of, you know, self-love. Yes. Love yourself. Okay, well, we're we're getting literal Um, here. And, like, she, she Loki'd the Loki. Like, we thought, I thought there might be a betrayal, and I, I didn't think it would be her. Mm. I don't think I called that one. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, it's, there's so many doors and there's so many questions unanswered, and all yeah. I want to see is Mobius on, on his, a jet ski. On his jet ski, And we man. still haven't gotten it, and on I think it'll ski. be the end episode. So, I guess, my thing is, because I don't know when we're getting season two, but January 2023 is what I have read. 2023? Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm just trying to think where that's going to pick up because right. Right. that's the big thing. Let me go to the great almighty Google. The, just to, just the, to the timeline's that's kind of... The timeline for Phase 4 right now is kind of confusing in a sense because... There's a lot of people theorizing that the end of WandaVision, where she's listening for her kids, when she right. hears her kids, that's when that's Sylvie point. stabs him through the chest. And that's why she heard the kids, because it was an alternate timeline. Right. So. Potentially. Yeah. And Loki's going to be in Doctor Strange, too. So, I don't... When does he join up with him? Is, it, is that when all of the Kang stuff is over? I... That's I think that's where I'm. My thoughts are. I don't know what's gonna happen, which is great. But I don't. I don't know how that's gonna work. Right. And it might. It might have worked better that they only did half a season and then another half because they gotta resolve issues in the second one. So I'm wondering if Doctor Strange will lead off, and then after that it'll go Loki season two, and he'll fix what was broken. I I really don't know. So, yeah, my general thoughts are, I don't know what the hell is going to happen next. And also, before anybody's like, it's not Kang the Conqueror, it's Immortus. Shut up. It's a different version of Kang. They're both Kangs. Yes, it's a Kang variant. And really, at at this point, Riles, like, there's no... If you're going to split everything up into a multiverse, at this point, they haven't defined, hey, here's the original or here's the foundational version of a respective character. Right, so initially with the TVA as it was introduced and explained to us in the first few episodes, is you got the sacred timeline, so you have your foundational characters, and there are there's the chaos that's trying to branch off to create variants of these individuals, and the TVA is snipping the branches. Well, now, now we really don't have an original. Like, who's to say yeah. that what we've been seeing is the original, other than that's the first one that we know? And I think the so, most important point. Kang is going to be a badass. This dude is going to be a badass. Mm-hmm. Like, he pretty much... The whole Infinity Saga was... He controlled it. He was in charge of the whole thing. The way things happened were because of him. Like, he allowed that to happen. This is how he thought things were going to happen. Yeah, I'm still so, not, Yeah, I'm still not sure how to, how to reconcile that particular... And the only reality. and the only person he's scared of is himself. What? That is 
terrifying. So many options. Yep. So yep. the thing is, are they just going to be... They must be fighting different variants of Kang, essentially. Yeah, I, I, it's it's fascinating. It's, it's really fascinating. They, they opened the door in a very unexpected way by not giving us Kang, but giving us Kang, as in... There's there's limitless possibilities at this point, and they haven't, and they intentionally not put definition around it to say, hey, here's what it's going to be or not going to be. Um, so I I don't know, and I also I get a little a little uh, I feel like I have some pushback when somebody that's going, hey, I'm from the 31st century, so millennia. Yep. After the events in Infinity War and Endgame have taken place, and yet now he's going, oh well, I, I want to go ahead and take credit for how all of that worked out. It's like, uh, I, I don't, I don't know. I think I, I don't know. I think his origin's kind of badass from what he told us. And right, I, and right. I, think, I like the origin, and I think there's going to be more. Yep. Because now that the multiverse opened up, yep. there's going to be different stories for each of these canons. Yeah. And like, I yeah. Don't so no. So here's where I'm at with, with the idea of, hey, he controlled Endgame and Infinity War. I don't, I don't get on board with that. What I think is, if we're to take this guy at his word, he goes, 31st century is when I showed up, and then, I discovered, time or another version of me discovered time travel. But they also, it was most important, they discovered the multiverse. Yeah. Like that was the big thing. It wasn't even how big of a deal time travel was, as much it was. They discovered the multiverse and how to travel amongst it. So now it's he corrals, like he wins the multiversal war, mm-hmm. corrals it and goes, okay, in order to maintain my victory, I have to take the multiverse and will it down into one universe. And all he's doing is literally just snipping the branches with the TVA. So But yeah, that's my point though. Like he or like he picked what line would work. Mm-hmm. So he kind of orchestrated that. But that, sense. Had, that had already happened. That's kind of my point. Is that had already happened for him to even have shown up? But, right, like eleven. But there's so diff- There's so many different things he could have. Like, how does he choose which one's going to be the only thing in the main line? That's what I'm curious. Mm-hmm. So to me, he's like. It's almost. It's almost a little too heady for me. It's I don't like, know. Eh, I'm not sure. I buy the whole. The omniscient piece of hey, I I know all and I've seen it all. It's like okay, maybe I'll get on board with it. I'm not gonna get caught up with it. My general thoughts: I was I was initially, quite frankly, kind of let down when the sh- when the show ended. I was like, are you serious? Like that's I was it? pretty pissed actually. I, I was because I'm like, what? I no! Wanted, I wanted Mobius on a jet ski. I wanted resolution to the storylines and. I think we had plenty of continuous character development and the reveal of this version of Kang. Neat. Didn't expect it. Happy to be wrong there. But I was pretty bummed with the fact that the season ended without resolution. Well, That was was a real bummer. Well, that was... Because I watched it too and I didn't know there was going to be a season two. Same. So when it wrapped and then I was like, I was like, you can't end there. Huh. And then they go, right. oh, hey, season two coming out. I'm like, right. what? Right. So now I'm like, what the hell? Yeah. 
But yeah. so, and then I was like, yeah, I was wondering how long am I going to have to wait for that? Yeah, I believe I will. I still enjoyed the show, but I am not at a place where I'm going. I've enjoyed it so much that I'm going to put it in a an upper echelon for me it needs of my to Marvel finish. products. Absolutely. For me, it needs to finish. It feels very much, very similar to how I felt when I went and saw Infinity War. And Infinity War was awesome and action-packed and then it ended it's like ah okay we're gonna have to we're gonna have to wait for the next chapter to tie the infinity war story up for me to know how i'm supposed to feel yep about infinity War. pretty much um so very similar to that so not not holistically disappointing as in oh man that was just not worth my time it certainly was i'm still impressed at what they did with the character of loki because i would not have guessed that you could have had me engaged in enjoying six episodes led by freaking Loki. So, kudos. Good stuff. Still loved Owen Wilson as Mobius. Still loved the the mind-bending creation of the TVA and how that influences things. Um, and and I'm, I, think, I think I'm on board with the multiverse, but man, it makes me nervous. It makes me nervous that they're just going to mess it up. <laughs> it really does. It really does. I'm nervous. There it is. Nerves. Right Dude. here. Nerves. And this is... I know this has a lot of people pissed off, but... And we haven't gotten a No Way Home trailer yet. That comes out in December. Yep. Nobody knows anything about it. They Somehow, Marvel found a way to shut Tom Holland up, and it is incredible that they've done that. They've got to have him buried alive. Oh, for sure. In a bunker. And then they just... Feed food through to him through a I'm sure straw. he's like well taken care of. Like they're giving him plenty of good food. He's in a bunker. Yeah, he has his own entertainment. But it's like no, but Tom, you can't come out until maybe Thanksgiving. Maybe you could go see your family occasionally, oh but if you tell them anything, we'll kill you and replace you with an animatronic. That guy is just a walking spoiler. I just unbelievable. There's so. I'm looking forward... Here's where I'm looking forward to the multiverse part. I'm looking forward to seeing how it influences the next Spider-Man movie. Because I've enjoyed the first two thus far. So I'm, I'm curious... I think it's going to be a game changer. Yeah, I'm curious and looking forward to this seeing gonna, how that This rolls. is going to be game changing. Um, it's been a while since the first Doctor Who <coughs> movie. So I'm looking forward to that. And it's about time. It is. It's overdue. Um, it's kind of been the victim of, hey, he showed up and now we needed to do a bunch of... Bunch of Avenger movies, so that's yep. okay. Um, but I'm really, I, I wouldn't even say I'm optimistic yet for the future of Marvel movies. Like, on the one hand, okay, dumb to bet against them because they keep putting out just great content, whether it be movies yep. or TV shows. For sure, for sure. Um, but I think I'm more optimistic about the TV shows at this point than I am the movies because the box that they've opened with the multiverse, I think is going to be hard to get that to play well from a movie perspective because you have just made all the interconnecting pieces that much more complex and difficult to hold together and I'm not sure how well that plays out in a movie format I think the shows can bear that weight because you've got that many more episodes and so when you have an episode like season 3 of Loki remember how lukewarm we were about that episode where it's Loki and Sylvie on Lamentis. Oh, it's episode three. You said season I'm sorry, three. And I was I'm like, sorry, thank you. I was like, there's a third there's season? A third season. I haven't even watched the second season. No, episode three. Like, 
that was not my favorite episode. Not mine at all. But pretty easy to get over it when there's two great episodes before it, three great episodes after it, right? So and that was just the stakes a, are just smaller. And, and that was just, just a chemistry builder too yes, for an episode. Is yes. all that was. So not a big deal. I'm sure I'd go back and rewatch the episode and be fine with it. Um, so I'm I'm very nervous about the future. I'm I'm excited to see what happens with what if. I'm gonna see what time when that comes out because I think that comes out this month. Yeah. And that would yep, be something. Right. So maybe we'll just talk about that for a little bit here. So what if releases August eleventh, and I I'm hoping a week away. I'm hoping they release all ten episodes at once. Mm. I don't know how they're gonna do it. No, they might do it weekly. Yeah, but there's they'll do it weekly. There's there's so there's ten episodes. Yeah. They've already confirmed, uh, Captain Carter, with uh, Peggy being the Captain right. America. Right. Um. I don't know how much of this you know. There is another episode where it's... Was she Captain America or is she Captain Britain? Captain Britain, pretty yeah. much. She has yeah. the British flag. Right. So, we have her as Captain Britain. We have, uh... There's an episode where Killmonger saves Tony Stark. Hmm. And then, basically, him and those two team up. Yep. And then there's an episode where Ultron wins and takes over Vision's body. And then has the Infinity Gems inside of his chest. Uh, there's an episode where Gamora is taking over the role for Thanos. There is an episode where T'Challa is Star Lord. There is an episode. This <laughs> T'Challa is Star Lord. Yes. Amazing. So there's another episode. I am confused. Um, Amazing. So there's an episode where the zombie episode. Yeah. Apparently, Spider-Man gets uh, Doctor Strange's. A cape, and is a zombie hunter. So that might be fun. And then there is uh, weird ideas. And then there's like Doctor Strange fighting evil Doctor Strange. So and they said that mm. might be that might be the best episode. Mm. Uh, I think there's an episode where it's uh, what if uh, uh, the Duck Howard was a member of the Guardians of the Galaxy. Would somebody just kill Howard? Like. Whoa, whoa. Just kill Howard. No. Man. Absolutely. Give Howard a Disney Plus show. Give me some roasted duck. No, g- g- give 100%. me a Disney Plus show with Howard the t-shirt the duck. Says, why don't kill you like Howard. Why don't you like Howard the why Duck? Does anybody like Howard the Duck? Because he's a sarcastic asshole and it's funny. Don't need it. Look, don't need it. Give me Deadpool for that. Don't give me a duck. Oh, Howard the Duck. He's also like... Kill the duck. He's also... Uh, duck season. Like a, like, a, like a private investigator. Absolutely not. Can't get on board with it. Did I tell you I watched the original Howard the Duck movie with Ben Kruger? Ben <laughs> loves that movie. Ben Ben swears by that movie. I haven't seen it. I'm trying to find... Uh... Marty McFly's mom is in that movie. That actress. Can't really? Can't save my, my life. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. So, there's a video game I used to play in Howard the Duck you could get. And he has oh his own mech gosh. suit. And it's hilarious. I don't understand how this freaking duck... Has endured, has persisted for years. Oh, he's cool. So, I, I actually like the idea that uh, he has a big role. That might not be true. The Howard the Duck one might not be true. That's but. fine. I'll hang on my island of hatred for Howard. I don't know why you would hate him. He's just a duck, man. But, uh... Damn that duck. But yeah, so... And they're introducing the Watcher, so I think it'll be interesting to see if they're going to use the Watcher yeah. at all in future movies. 
We, I, I know we've already discussed. He's your, a pervert. Yeah, we've discussed our feelings on the washer. Yeah, but it'll be interesting to see if he plays a future role or not. But anywho, good for the watcher. So yeah, holistically, great, uh, great season. I'm, I'm She's glad. Rad. Yeah, I, I'm glad they're gonna do a season two. I really, really wish they would have provided some resolution for the stories. The storylines that yep. they had set up, there was just there was none. Even just slight. There was just none. Even like an ending for one or two things. Maybe the only resolution, sort of, that you got was for Sylvie, because she the whole time wanted to kill the head of the TV. And she did, she did. But but she opened that, up a whole new can of worms. Yeah, yeah. Even that wasn't very clear to me. It's like, so who cares if he who remains dies? Like the TVA is still there, and they're the ones. Anyway. I digress. We don't need to get too far down that rabbit hole. So, bring on season two. Sooner it shows up, the better. I agree. We can get some resolution to this puppy and uh, and spend some more time with some great characters and get Mobius on a jet ski. There's your t-shirt. I hope, yeah, I agree. Get Mobius a jet ski. I hope, I'll be interested to see if they use Owen Wilson after the show for more things. I hope so. Absolutely. I like Owen. Absolutely. That'd be great. That'd be great. I love that. If you hate Owen Wilson, you hate America. Why, why are you here if you hate Owen? Exactly. I mean, ugh. Yeah. Unacceptable. If, if you hate Owen, then you hate America, and you can let that one marinate. Yeah. That's for the Letter Kenny fans. I don't know if you've seen that show, but it's hilarious. I've heard, Anyways. heard folks say good things. Anyways. Anyways, it's what it is. Suicide Squad. Let's go. Let's go. Suicide Squad. Sounds like the earlier reviews are positive. Um, I've seen great reviews. Yeah. Now I never, I never ever judge a movie by reviews, and I always go watch it myself. But this is like one of the, the highest rated DC movies I've seen in a while, like in a while. Like I think the last high rated DC movie I saw, well, oh, it would be the Joker. I didn't see the Joker, but that would no. be the highest rated one. No, no I'm choosing not to watch that one. Oh, you're not gonna watch it at all. No. Oh, you haven't seen it either. No. But that is the like the highest rated DC movie since this. Weird. Before Weird. that is probably the Dark Knight trilogy. Yep. Yep. So, because <coughs> I think Man of Steel got like sixes and sevens. Sure. But this this movie's like ninety eight percent on Rotten Tomatoes. I really enjoy how it's just called the Suicide Squad. Even though that's what the name of the Suicide Squad movie was five years ago, six years ago. Like it's not weird. even Suicide Squad 2. And it's not connected, but it is connected. I don't get it. I don't get it, but it's no. fine. No. I, I'm i excited to see Starro. That'll be fun. Sylvester Stallone is voicing King Shark. So that'll be interesting. Do you think Starro is going to genuinely be the main bad guy throughout the movie? I had this thought that what if what if it's just a red herring where Starro shows up, we're all led to believe based on the the trailers, all the publicity that Starro is the big bad. What if it's just a psych? Like he's gone after 30 minutes and we've got a villain that we never saw coming. That'd be awesome. I would be well okay that would make sense because if you think about it mm -hmm. there is definitely shown two different missions mm -hmm. 
So, what missions first? I mean, they do advertise the Starro one being the best, but th- there's no context of why Starro came, why Starro's coming, what the government wants with Starro. Like, there's all this stuff. So I'm curious to see if Starro's the first half, and then they're like, oh, something st- sent this dude here, and then we get... Right. And then we get Mongol. Right. I can see Mongol yep. being a possibility, because yep. Mongal's there. <laughs> Oh, couldn't let actually you know what? I don't want Mongol because we did the whole thing in the last movie with the Joker and Harley Quinn because Joker wanted to break her out. No, he did not want to he doesn't give a shit about Harley Quinn. No. no. Ever. So I'll be curious. I get that's actually a solid like a solid guess. I feel good about that guess. I feel like there's there's some merit to it. I'm not gonna be bummed if I'm if wrong. I'm wrong. I mean Sorrow, Sorrow is good enough to be a big bad of, of a movie, though. So, you know somebody's gonna get controlled and shot, or blown up. That's right. gonna happen for sure. Right. One of them's gonna get controlled and blown up. So, I'll be interested to see who that is. It's great. Are you looking at casting? I am. I think so many of these characters are gonna die, and it's, it's fantastic. Good. I'm so excited. I'm excited for James Gunn. You know what's also hilarious? John Cena has not gotten out of the Peacemaker costume. He goes everywhere in the Peacemaker costume. Like, he was on air with, like, Jimmy Kimmel and shit, and everybody's in normal clothes, and he's just chilling in his Peacemaker costume. So if anybody's excited to be in a superhero, supervillain movie, what it's a guy. John Cena. What a guy. Let's see if I can find that picture. Because uh, it's hilarious. John Cena. Peacemaker. So here he is on the on the red carpet, just chilling out in the costume. What a guy! And then uh, yeah, they said he was going out in like L.A. just dressed as it, just owning it. Yeah, and then uh, I'm trying to see because there's definitely a shot. Yeah. Uh, on, I know it's in here somewhere. Where is it? Oh yeah, yeah. He he does a FaceTime call with Jimmy Fallon. <laughs> He's in the Peacemaker <laughs> costume. Uh, yeah, because it was Margot Robbie. There was Margot Robbie talking about. Uh, hold on. That's great. Well, next episode we'll recap all of our picks way back from episode three and see how we see how we did. We'll scoreboard it, see how we came out. But holy, it's great! Crap, James Gunn is looking old there. He's just leaning into the the silver haired age. It's great. But yeah, he, there he is with James Gunn, Margot Robbie. Boom! I love it. I love it. All right, Venom trailer dropped. Let there be carnage. Yes. There it is. Yes! I'm so excited for this movie. I swear, if it blows chunks, I'm going to cry. Like, if I go in there and it's shit, I'm going to cry so hard. I might go after I might go after Andy Serkis. I know he's given us gems in the past, but if he ruins this for me, he's dead to me. So, can we talk about how badass Carnage looks? just looks over the top. He looks so cool. Unreal. So cool. I go, oh. 
I don't understand what uh, the red one means when when Venom goes, oh, it's a red one, and he hides. I was like, oh, <laughs> um, what? I don't understand that. So hopefully it's not. Like it looks like Venom and uh, him aren't gonna get along the whole time, which is fine. But um, I swear he just needs. It looks like they did show him killing a few people. So I'm hoping he kills everyone. I want a slaughter. I want a slaughter. Yeah, it's. I think you're gonna get that. It looked pretty. I it actually pretty messy. I actually have really. I have high faith in Woody Harrelson too. Well, Woody Harrelson's a freaking creep, so pretty yes. well cast it. Yes. Yeah. I thought he yeah. might be too old or too weird because that wig at the end of the first one, I was like, okay, you guys did not try at all here, but. Like, some of the clips where he's just Cletus, it looks good. It looks really good. He looks it, absolutely, absolutely demented. It will be interesting to see how he gets the symbiote. If it will actually be like the comics and he's birthed one. Or what. You know? The trailer made it look like he just straight up... It was during the lethal injection. Eddie's blood. Like, he bites, right? Bites his finger. Tastes his blood. And the symbiote, symbiote just corrupts. Uh-huh. Inside of Cassidy? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. That's how I took it in the trailer anyway. Interesting. Wow, man. I'm okay with that. Pretty messed up. Like, the way he's, even in the trailer, they're showing him killing people. It's like, wow, that's... I love it. It's intense. I love it's intense. So much. I love, dude, I love Venom. I love Venom. Look at this guy. I mean, look at him. Fucking badass. <laughs> the only thing I wish is they had the symbol... I mean, mm. I'm a sucker for Venom. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I am a sucker for Venom. But, uh... I don't even know where I'm going with it. I'm just chalking on right now. It's all good. It's all good. Dude, if they bring Tom Hardy over into the MCU as Eddie, that'd be fantastic. Marvel, please. Hey. Marvel. Marvel, please. Uh... I don't know. I'm just I'm I'm obsessing over Carnage right now, and I I'm sorry. I can't think of anything else. Like I feel like I should have more words, but um, it's all good. Let's put a wrap on it for this time. Let me, this is excellent. Let me look. I just want to look at some pictures real quick. Um, this is the book. Cletus Cassidy. Cletus Cassidy. Let him chew. Boom 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 boom. I mean, there's that picture. He's rocking a Hawaiian shirt. Um, these pictures are horrendous. Actually, these don't help me at all. Um, let's let's try something different. Let's just look up Carnage. Venom two. I don't want the statue. I want that. I mean, look at that picture. They're really leaning into the tendrils, which is perfect much so. because that's Carnage. Yeah. Um, I'm hoping we see battle axes for hands. That's on the list. I mean, look, he's. Killing that guy from the inside out with his tongue. That's fantastic. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I'm super duper excited. And that's what scares me is that the hype is going to get too real for me. And then it's going to blow chunks. And if it blows chunks, guys, I'm going to be... You thought I was mad about Taskmaster? You thought I was mad about Taskmaster? Oh, no, 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 no. I... Give it time. Carnage is my dude. Carnage is my dude. So, 
That's about it. That's all I got. Um, it's good stuff. Is man. that all our bases? That's what we got. We covered everything. We've covered them. Let's do this again. So, yep. Um, we're gonna go back to back episodes again. Apologize for not posting the last week. Um, that will not happen again. Hopefully for a while or forever. Um, probably will happen again. But anyways, it's life. It is life. Life. So hopefully we'll have a. So we're gonna go back to back on episodes. So we'll have one for you this this week and then next week. And uh, yeah, you're gonna we're gonna go watch Suicide Squad. Mm. And uh, yes, I I might have another idea for a thing. So, <laughs> uh-huh. um, well, we might have done it already. Never mind. Anyways, yeah. So uh, stay tuned here for all your comic book content um, and pop culture content. Um, follow us, like us, subscribe. Yada, yada, yada. You know the gist. Yes. So, um, anything else? Thanks for listening, folks. Godspeed.